Digital marketing in 2021 is so complicated. We created our Launching Simplified podcast to help entrepreneurs take their ideas and make them real businesses. We hope to inspire you that a simplified launch is possible. Lane Lyons is a lawyer and legal expert for women entrepreneurs. She's also the creator of the Legal Umbrella Essentials, which is a suite of lawyer-drafted contracts and templates. We have a saying at Click Branding, once a client, always a friend. And Lane for sure fits into this category of clients we think are amazing. And she's not only our client and friend, she also went on to become our lawyer who helped us set up our Click Branding LLC. I couldn't be happier to have her here today to share her story and her legal tips for entrepreneurs with you. Welcome, Lane. How are you? I'm wonderful, Kier. Thanks so much for having me. And hi, everyone. I'm so grateful to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and what you do? Definitely. So as you mentioned, I'm a lawyer and legal expert for women entrepreneurs. That means that I help women grow their businesses. I help them set up all the legal foundations that they need so that their businesses are predictable, profitable, and set up for success. I believe that when you're in fear, you can't grow, right? So if you're always looking over your, and we've talked about this before, if you're always looking over your shoulder, worrying that something that you say or don't say, or something that you're doing or not doing with clients or with your business is going to come back and bite you in the buns, you are not going to be able to grow the business of your dreams. So this is about getting out of fear, getting into confidence and peace of mind. And I know that legal stuff can often be overwhelming and a little bit intimidating for some folks. So I'm very intentional to make everything really straightforward, simple, actionable, bite-sized, check-offable steps. And as you're going to see in this conversation, I am not your typical lawyer. I've been practicing for 26 years, but I don't come at protecting your business from this place of doom and gloom and all the terrible things that are going to happen if you don't get protected. I come at it from a place of let's get your business solid, get your foundation set up properly so that you can grow on top of that, which is kind of a turnaround. But I think you're going to see I'm not I'm not your standard. I'm so excited to hear your whole story. I do think in 2021, you really need to get a handle on the contracts and privacy policy and terms and all of that and have an understanding of that. So important. You know, privacy is like the big hot ticket item right now. And everyone who is out there with a website that doesn't have the right protections on it, this is such an easy fix, y'all. Like, I don't understand why you'd have a website out there that doesn't have privacy policy, a terms and conditions, and a disclaimer so that you know you're protected. But we'll get into the nitty gritty. But yeah, it's all about making sure that you're setting up your foundation properly. And hey, I know that legal stuff isn't as sexy as the branding, right? The beautiful whistles and window dressing. I know that legal stuff isn't as sexy as that, but it's going to move the needle ahead in your business in a totally different way and really make you feel like a legit business. Once you get your business buttoned up, you're able to get out there and be visible and use that gorgeous marketing that you've spent so much time and energy on. You can get out there with confidence once you know your business is buttoned up. I know you've had success in your business, but I'm wondering if you can share with me a project or launch that didn't go as expected and and why oh, and what you learned from it. Definitely. And I learned a lot. <laughs> I got my hand up right now. You know, I'm big on lemonade out of lemons. So yeah, I have a project that didn't go as I expected. So several years ago, I was approached by another 
entrepreneur to do a sort of a collaboration. And even though I'm a lawyer, listen, people like I'm a lawyer, I should know better for Pete's sake. But I said the same thing that I hear from my pre-clients all the time. Oh, we're in alignment. Everything is all, you know, we're on the same wavelength. We totally get each other. And, you know, I know I didn't insist. I I entered into this working relationship with this other entrepreneur without any written agreement. And I know why I did it, right? I didn't want to quote lawyer up. I didn't want to bring anything harsh or negative into the space that felt so aligned. But I'm sure you can imagine what happened with the project. Yep. I got completely burned. All of my content, scraped, wow. all of the money I invested, gone, and all of my hard work just down the drain. And because I didn't have a written agreement to protect myself, there was nothing I could do. So it didn't go how I expected. It was this big project that I had been working on. But what it did was helped me to pivot to create contracts for entrepreneurs so that the same thing didn't happen to them. So that's really how I arrived. You know, I've, as in my career, I've done many, many, I was a district attorney. I had my own boutique law firm representing children's rights for a long time. And now working with women entrepreneurs really came from that experience of seeing firsthand what happens when an online entrepreneur doesn't have a contract. So use, use me as a case study and definitely get your contracts in place. It did not go how I expected. Well, since you helped us set up our partnership, I remember you said to us that we should plan for the day you don't want to be in business together. And that was really helpful for us to think about that Yeah, as much as we love to work together and it's our favorite thing in the world to do. And, and that's that's what I'm saying about not coming at it from the doom and gloom. That's a great example here of how legal protections are going to make you have a more solid foundation. Because when you're entering into a partnership, yeah, all you're thinking about is all the wonderful things today and all the big dreams that we have together. And all of that is going to come true potentially. But there will be a day at some point when you don't want to work together, not for any, it doesn't mean anything terrible has happened. Maybe somebody wants to move or somebody has, has a baby or somebody's life situation changes or somebody doesn't want to be in business anymore, even retiring, which is hard to think about now. But <laughs> in some way, you're no longer going to work together. So I always say plan for the day that you don't want to work together on the day that you start to work together so that you've got that roadmap in place. Look, I'm always saying, The only thing worse than a disaster is a disaster with no disaster plan. And your written agreements, your contract and and Julia and Kier's partnership agreement is that roadmap that if something goes off track, they know they can just flip through the contract and get to page five and look at what it says about, for example, decision deadlock and how they're going to make a decision. (laughs) They're not figuring it out on, on the fly, right? Does this make sense, people? They're not figuring it out on the fly. They've got this written agreement to let them know how they're going to handle all of the situations that come up. Amazing. It's such good advice for people, especially who are going into partnerships. Can you share with me a project that was a success and what made it a success? Definitely. Definitely. So I know what made it a success. When I first was going to begin to sell contracts for online entrepreneurs, I was just coming out of that experience, right? That I just shared about getting burned. And I had the the tendency, the leaning. I was like, well, let me get 
everything all set up. Let me make it presentable and beautiful and really all the window trimming, all the dressings, make it beautiful, spend a lot of money on branding, get it all really set up before I launched. And then I pivoted and I said, wait a second, wait a second. Let me first test this offer. Let me see if anybody wants this. Let me get out there. I made a list for myself. What's important? What was important was making sure people wanted the offer, making sure that the offer was serving the people, making sure the content inside what I was selling, what I was presenting was good. Notice on that list wasn't a great name. It wasn't a beautiful (laughs) website. And it wasn't sadly at that point, even any branding. So I originally launched my program years ago with a different name, but it was the same similar suite of contracts, which have of course evolved over the years. But what I really learned about that was first figure out the essence of what you're doing, figure out what you're launching, figure out if people want it, see if it fits into that sweet spot of a place where people actually want what you're selling before you spend a lot of effort on all of the bells and all the whistles, which are important, right? Because the branding is so important because it draws in the right customers to work with us. So now I have the most beautiful branding created by Click Branding. The dynamic duo of Kier and Julia have created beautiful branding for me, but it didn't start that way. That was once I realized that what I was offering was wanted, was needed. It's so true. Getting Making sure your product gets results and people want it before you build this complicated system to sell it is so important. And we really try to, we call it the lemonade the lemonade stand. We try to get people to sell it before they build a big store in a mall and, you know, rent a place and, you know, just to use that analogy. So that's that's super helpful. And it's for sure your business is more successful that you did that and kind of work the kinks out before you. Yeah, exactly. So that by the time almost two years into selling that I came to the two of you and said, okay, it's time for branding. I already knew what my messaging was. I was really clear on what kind of images and graphics. I already knew the mood. I think when I first started, I would have been guessing at a lot of that stuff. And so I had this customer uh, feedback, right? This, This like paid for market research that I got from actual clients for over two years before I... And I'm not saying to wait two years, y'all. That is not what I'm saying. But I am saying that it's really important to test your product first before you do all the splash. Definitely. People... So so many people wait until their website is built to start selling something. And you kind of need to go about the way you did. makes a lot more sense before you make that investment. Exactly. Can you tell me about a current project you're working on? I can. It's super exciting. And it's been almost top secret for a little while. So really? Yeah. So but but you know, because you're I know because I went to you and I was like, do you do this? So what's the this? Everybody ready? Drum roll, please. So I am launching my trademarking services. And this is going to be first I'm going to warm launch it. I have a, I have a wait list of over 70 clients who have expressed wow. that they want trademarks. So I have, I'm lucky that I kind of thought about this beforehand, but this is great. You can model this too, if you're listening, when you're listening, I created a, what I call a hot list and I'll be having a warm launch to them. And then after I get through those clients, then I'll be having an actual, like what we all think about, like a cold launch with, you know, ads and all the things to, to get it to the public. But Let's talk about trademarks for a moment. What am I launching and why is this important? Trademarks, your mark, let's just start with this. Your mark is something that identifies what you're selling. This can be the name, like click branding. 
This can be a tagline or a name of a product that you sell. My product with my private clients is called the Legal Umbrella Essentials. And that's a name that identifies what I'm selling. And it can also, your wheels may be turning, it can also be a logo. So anything that you're using to help your clients identify your products and services, that's a mark. And and once it gets trademarked, it's a trademark. So why are trademarks important? Trademarks are important. I used to think, probably like a lot of you listening, that trademarks were only important as a defense move, meaning I'm going to get the trademark and no one else is going to be able to use my name. But that's only a very small piece of the picture. The bigger piece of the picture is that trademarks are an offense move, meaning you're going to, before you spend years at energy, money, time, creating a brand identity that your followers come to know, we were just talking about. So before you spend time getting your name out there, having everyone create a brand identity and know what your name stands for, you got to make sure that that name is yours. The nightmare of building a business for two, three, five years with a certain name and you don't trademark it, you don't take the steps to protect it. And then you get a cease and desist letter from someone else who has a name that's awfully similar to yours. So there's a likelihood of confusion and they want you to stop using what's really kind of feels like your name. So when you get that cease and desist letter, what it's hypothetical, right? You're not going to get that. But if somebody gets that cease and desist letter, they have to actually stop using that name, pivot, come up with a different name. And here's the rub. Make sure that your entire audience and your entire following stays with you and comes with you to the new name. This is This can be like a death sentence for a lot of businesses, especially small businesses in their first couple of years starting out. So what do you do? You make sure that the name is yours. You take the steps before you do all of this branding and brand identity and energy and money and time. You make sure that that name is yours. So you're doing it as an offense move. And people ask me all the time, what's the number one mistake when it comes to trademarking? And the answer is you waited too long. That is the number one mistake. You, you almost can't make any other mistakes, but waiting too long. I recently heard a crazy statistic from another lawyer that 50% of businesses are either infringing on someone else's name or someone's infringing on their name. 50% of the people. So if you want to be a leader and you want to know that you're out there and you're doing business in a way that's safe, and that's going to set you up to build and scale and grow, you've got to trademark your name. It, I think we used to have this impression that it was you know, reserved for the big guys like Coca-Cola and Tiffany. But this is really something that every solo entrepreneur or small business entrepreneur should consider trademarking so that you know that that name is yours. And then you're building huge brand value. Once you've got that trademark, your entire business is automatically so much more valuable if you want to leverage it or bring on another partner or sell it at some point or, or, or bring on a collaboration. Your business is set up in a different position than a business that's just out there kind of on a wing and a prayer using the name and you know fingers crossed hoping that it's not infringing on anyone else and hoping that that name's going to be theirs. So this is a big one. Get your names trademarked. Those are amazing statistics about the infringement. It's hard to it's hard to believe that you know so many people make that mistake. 
Do you have any any other legal tips you want to share with entrepreneurs who are launching a program or a business online? Definitely. And it circles back to what we talked about at the top of the hour, written agreements. Please, please, please. So almost every time that a client comes to me, it's all because of unclear expectations. You know, you're running your business and you've got your expectations all set up, but where are they? They're in your mind. So you've just got them in your own head. You've got the expectations about little things like when your client should reach out to you, you know, between sessions or when they should expect deliverables to be coming to them all the way to big things. Like what are your refund policies? What are your cancellation policies? What are your payment plan policies all the way to the biggest? How do you handle disputes? So what you want to do, what every single entrepreneur needs to have written agreements for your website, for your money, your content, and in every single relationship that you are in, we want to be communicating what expectations we're bringing. So what expectations do you have? Let's just say it's with a client. What expectations do you have of your client? And what are the expectations that she can have of you? Because if we don't fill in the blanks, for our clients, and we don't tell them what the expectations should be, I can promise you time and time again, they will fill in the blanks for you. And their expectations will always be way grander than what you ever expected to deliver, especially when money is changing hands. So if you don't want to get caught in a situation with drama and negativity in your business, look, look, getting sued is kind of a long shot. For, for small businesses. That's something that happens one out of every large percentage. That doesn't happen very often. But having drama and negativity and, quote, confusion and miscommunications and, and misaligned expectations, that happens all the time in businesses. So I really, really recommend that you have your written agreements. You have them writ- drafted by a lawyer who understands the unique exposures or the unique vulnerabilities of your specific business. And I have a suite of contracts, as Kier mentioned, called the Legal Umbrella Essentials. It includes everything that you need as an online entrepreneur. I have different versions depending on where your vulnerabilities are for each of the different kinds of businesses that you're running, just so that you're putting your business out there. Not only do you know it's buttoned up, but everybody that you're working with knows what you expect of them and what they can expect of you, which keeps the ship sailing so smoothly. Those, those misaligned expectations when you're starting a business are so true that it's hard to communicate sometimes if you don't have those written agreements, what, what the expectations are. Definitely. So tell me about the moment you realized that your online business was going to work. And when did you know that you were onto something with what you were doing? That is a great question. So after I got burned, I shared the story about getting burned by that other entrepreneur. I sat down and I started drafting all of the contracts that I wished. I would have had with her everything like that I would have needed to protect myself. And when I finished drafting that, I sat down and I started drafting all of the contracts that every online entrepreneur, coach, consultant, service-based business needs in order to protect herself, her business, and all her hard work. And I started reaching out to friends in my community just to share with them what had happened to me. Just, you know, hey, this horrible thing happened. And remember this, you know, this launch that I was planning, well, it's not actually going to happen. And here's why. And I explained just in the middle of the conversation. So I drafted all these contracts that I wished I would have had. Every single person said, wait, whoa, 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 what, what 
contract. I don't, I don't have contracts. Am I supposed to have contracts? And right then and there, I realized that this was a sweet spot. Everybody needs it and almost no one has it. And the people that do have contracts, they're often patchwork together from something you got off the internet, you've Googled, you've gotten them from a big box legal retailer online, or you've borrowed them from your coach who borrowed them from her coach who borrowed them from her cousin. And you're not sure if they're protecting you. So to have contracts that you know are tailor-made for your specific industry, for your specific vulnerabilities, that's how I realized that this was going to be a successful business because this is like a basic need of running a business. When you're out there and you're running your business naked and you're not making it clear who you are and what you do and what people can rely on your information for, you're leaving yourself open to clients and other people you're working with using or misusing your information and then coming having a negative result and coming back to blame you for that result. So when I realized that so many people were out there doing the wonderful hustle without taking that key foundational step of getting themselves protected, I was, I was pretty clued and I, mean, I was so surprised. But that was that moment where I was like, this is something that people actually need. This is something that will actually help women grow their businesses, help women have confidence and peace of mind to be able to get out there with their businesses and really share themselves fully and be more visible and say yes to bigger opportunities. And it all starts with knowing that your foundations are set up properly. Wow. It's so amazing because I think it's the last thing that people think about when they have an idea for a business. And it really should be one of the first things. Instead of spending so much time building your website, and we, we build people's websites, but it sounds like you should really get the legal foundations in place first to protect yourself. Yeah, ideally. Ideally, when you launch your website, you're going to have all of your website protections at the bottom in the footer on your website so that the day it launches, you've got your privacy policy, you've got your website terms and conditions, and your website disclaimer already set up, already on your website. And I know a lot of people launch without having their protections. More than half, like 70% of my business are women who have been in business for two, three, five, seven years, and they skipped over this step. So there's no shame in going back and cleaning it up, but I just recommend that you do that as soon as possible. This just saves you from the drama. And it's so it's such an easy fix. People think, you know, people have this myth in their mind, like, oh, legal is going to be hard. It's going to be expensive. It's almost like math. Right. When people are talking about legal, like their eyes glaze over and they're like, I want to put my head in the sand and hope this goes away. But I promise I make it super painless, really straightforward, bite sized actionable steps so that you just know exactly what the steps are. And I will actually help you by doing your legal, by getting your legal foundations in place. You're getting your business set up. You're figuring out what are my policies? How do I run my business? How do I communicate with everyone else what those policies and practices are? So this is going to be a step that you don't want to skip. And if you have skipped this step, you can press pause and we can clean it up and we can go forward and get things moving smoothly, future facing. 
That's amazing. You are so passionate and enthusiastic and knowledgeable. And it's so nice because then entrepreneurs don't have to learn everything. They can just rely on you, which is so nice too. Because you've done this research and you've been through it. Right, right. And legal is something that you should definitely not try to do yourself. You know, I'm not going to say it's like, you know, surgery on your eye, but it's (laughs) that you definitely, you know, you can take out a splinter out of the bottom of your foot, but I wouldn't try to do any complicated surgeries on yourself. You know, so it's sort of like that. You really you really want someone who is an expert in the industry, who understands the unique exposures that service-based businesses face, small businesses. This is not just always your typical lawyer stuff. Your typical lawyer, you know, around the corner who's just is a small business lawyer isn't always going to understand how the exact things that an online business needs. And that's, you know, I'm an expert in what I do. I stay in my lane, so to speak, and I, right. I really I encourage, you know, you ask me a piece of advice. I just encourage business owners to know what you're an expert in and stay in that lane. Do what you're an expert in. Get known as an expert in your field and don't try to be all the things to all the people. That's not going to help them or you. Amazing, amazing advice for entrepreneurs and especially new entrepreneurs. I think new entrepreneurs definitely want to do it all and be everything. (laughs) Can you tell me your favorite hack to get through the day and app? your favorite coffee, something that, that you want to share with everyone? Yeah, I love Voxer. You know, I, I feel like in this world of everybody being apart and all over the place, this is like a quick, great, it's just, it's a free app. It's called Voxer, V-O-X-E-R. And it's like a walkie-talkie and it allows you, yeah, you're still sort of texting people, but you're hearing their voice. So, so much can get lost wow. in text. And so I run a big team. I have a team of nine women and I don't know how we would do it without Voxer. You know, we have channels. We're all keeping up to date on things. And we use ClickUp, of course, you know, we use ClickUp for written things, but, and we have a Slack channel, but there's something about Voxer where I can hear your voice and I can hear what your intention is behind what you're saying, which often gets lost in texting. So I am a big, big fan of productivity hacks and tools. And Voxer is a tippy top favorite of mine. Oh, good. We'll definitely include that in the show notes. But can you share your links with people so they know how to get in touch with you and where to find your forms? Definitely, definitely. So for anyone who's listening, who's thinking, well, hmm, this is something I might need to handle, but I'm not sure. I encourage you to download my checklist. It's at lanelions.com slash checklist. And this is going to help you know the exact first step that you need to take when it comes to setting up your legal. It's bite-sized, actionable, check-offable steps. It's divided into, if you have a website, you need these contracts. If you work with other people, if you have relationships and you work with others in your business, then you need these contracts. So it's set up really intentionally to help you stay out of the overwhelm and know exactly what you need to do. We'll have that in the show notes. But for anyone who's listening, who's got that kind of a tingling feeling in their toes thinking, oh, wow, I should have handled this like... um yesterday, then I invite you to book a call with me. You just go to bookwithlane.com and we'll get on the phone. It's a free call. We'll get on the call and we'll take a deep dive into your business. I'll help you identify the exact places in your specific business that you're vulnerable. And then I'll help you craft the exact right plug to plug up any legal leaks that you have in your business. So you just go to bookwithlane.com fill out a short application to get on my schedule and we'll get you all set up and ready to be drama-free, profitable and predictable so that you just, just so that you can have that peace of mind and that confidence as you're scaling and growing your business 
that you know what you're doing and you're all set up. I love working with my private clients and I'm here to help every step of the way. To get future episodes, click subscribe. And if you need help building your brand and launching your dream business, visit clickbranding.com to grab our free trainings.